broadcasting from the live network studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to episode 273 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick Andrew, back with you for yet another week of uh, local summer, my favorite time of the year. Beautiful weather still, man. Getting, you know, it's the first day of fall. Oh, is it? Today's yeah. the first day of fall. I hey. balanced an egg already this morning. No way. It worked? Balanced the fall equinox? Yeah, wow, good for you, dude. That's morning. incredible. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Um, I have learned things, Nick. I have learned things this week. So I have some things that I have learned that I am willing to share with you and the listening audience at large. But full admission, didn't know him before this week started. All right. I, I'm going to ask you this question. This one I sort of suspected, but I, I now have confirmation. What grows faster, Nick? Toenails or fingernails? Ugh. Toenails. It's just the very idea of toenails is something I try not to think about. <laughs> they, exi- <laughs> they exist. Yes. They do exist to protect the foot. I got to say it's got to be fingernails. It is fingernails. I feel like they have to be cut at such a three to one. Yeah, it it, it seems like it wouldn't even be close. If you want to know the ratio, that God gave us three to one ratio. Toenails don't grow at a three to one rate. (laughs) It's our fingernails. (laughs) Good point. That would be brutal. Oh, absolutely. It's the it's the thing about the summer. I I, I like the least. I grow my feet. Not my own toenail. Other people's. Others. Like Mine the, are fine. The disrespect <laughs> that people have with their, with feet. their toenails. I don't want to see your dirty feet. <laughs> are you kidding your me? yellow, crusty, What are you doing with those toenails? toenails. Get them. You got hair growing over <laughs> your foot. It looks like it's got a comb over on your toe, tiger. That's the. It's why I don't like public pools. <laughs> toenails. Ew, I don't want to get in doing? the pool. With that guy's toenails. Oh man, jacuzzi is the worst. You ever yeah. like it? Just like, ah, you can't look. You just you, you can't look. You I'm can't out. look. I'm out. All right. Well, Nick is all over it. Fingernails. Thank God for the love of God. Grow faster. All right, I got one for you. Uh, the longest running show on Broadway is closing in 2023. Wow. So I I imagine you know the longest running show on Broadway. Phantom. Phantom for the extra ten points within. Five years. How many years has Phantom been on Broadway? Within five years in either direction, how many years? And this will be the longest-running Broadway show of all time. Now, we saw it, what, 20 years ago? More. Might have been more. Yeah, it was more. I'm trying to think back how far I can remember it being advertised. When right. I was a kid in the 80s, it was advertised. I remember seeing ads for it in the, in the mid-80s. Yeah, my first Broadway show was Les Mis. And I wouldn't say it was in the mid-80s, but I wasn't from the north. I was, it was from down here. So definitely it was running in the 90s. So you're saying it was being advertised in the mid-80s? All right. So I'm, I'm, just do the math on that and... You probably get it then. But I don't know how far back it was advertised before that, so that was part of the thing. So, like, I don't know if this was something that's even as far back as, like, the 1960s or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it could be that far back. But it may not be. So, go 1980. Which is how many years ago? Oh, 42? So, yeah, 42. Oh, you just missed it. 
35 years. Okay, so 87 was so when I was picturing 40. the, the advertisements coming. So, okay. Yep. Yeah, I missed it by a few years. All right. Well, there you go. Very good one. Very good one. Um, <clears throat> again, Nick, I uh, didn't get this, so I don't expect this to be easy. So is that I, something, though, before you before it ends, is that something you have any desire to go see again? It. No. No, I know. I, I saw it with you. But you're done. You're done. You don't, you don't no. need to see it. You're not, no one's just bringing the your women daughter to see that. Is no, that we actually went with your dad. Oh yeah, that's right. He had tickets. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, it was good too. Yeah, it was I remember, great. Yeah, I remember. That's what I'm thinking. Do I bring these kids to this before it's done? I mean, yeah, it probably. is Phantom of the freaking Opera. Like, but they want to come back. It's been there for forty years. Yeah, but <laughs> usually years. a lot of times it's moving theaters. You know what I mean? Because they deal with the theaters up, and then they raise the rent, and they're going to find a different theater, take it on tour. It's not going to be the end of Phantom of the it's Opera. It's never, it's the, never the, the same. whole tour on tour. I'm nah, out nah, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, even going and seeing these plays in different cities, uh, it's just you live two hours from New York. Go to Broadway. I, I mean, come on, well, you got to see it on tour with the the B team. There's there's not enough good talent in that industry. To deal with the B team, you're right. It's just it's not. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So yes, the answer is yeah. I it's think one it thing should if be... you live in San Francisco, I would say all right. If you live in San Francisco, obviously you're not going to go two hours thousand. from but, I mean, the theater. Yeah. The car, I go. took my daughter to see a Harry Potter play. Yeah, I should take should her to go, go see, see Phantom. Phantom. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do yeah, it. Yeah, take the kids. I think that's a good idea. All right. Um, so that's that's an excellent one. Let me give you this. Nick, what is the first number in the English language that contains the letter C? The first number in the English language that contains the letter C. Hmm. It's a common letter, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's not like the letter J. Right. Or, or like Z or right, X right, right, or... Right. Well, if you just start going through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, there's none there. No. <laughs> okay. Now, if you go to hundred, it's not there. If you go to thousand, it's not there. Million, trillion. <laughs> Stop me at any point. Nope. Keep going. <laughs> right, so we got trillion. <laughs> yes. He's quintillion. All... Oh, quadrillion. I forgot that. Quintillion. Sextillion. Septillion. So I would say one octillion. Yes. Is the first number that contains the letter C. Wow, that is brutal. It's <laughs> amazing. Octillion That's is a the lot of numbers. first letter. The first time you see C in number, and you got it, you got to it though. Well, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, no, yeah. if you talk it out, that's it, exactly it how you sense, do it. Like, all right, man, well, we got yeah. a long way to go. An octillion, isn't that crazy? Yeah, over under uh, one octillion. <laughs> 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 over under one mm. and a half octillion. Absolutely. All right, I would have taken the other. So, if you got general knowledge, feel free. If not, I got one for you. Uh, uh, with a with. Total viewers projected to be over a billion. What is the most watched event in TV history? Oh, got to be the Queen's uh, the funeral. The Queen's funeral. Can yeah. you imagine a billion suckers tuned in for that? They didn't get me for 10 seconds. <laughs> didn't even watch the clips, I, the highlights. I, I protested you, television you, the entire day. Did you ever day. see, I don't know what it's from, but there's some parody of like the Queen dying and they're taking her casket from the church 
and it's pouring rain and the, the pallbearer slips and the, th- the thing breaks and the queen's casket goes sliding down, hits a road fan, and her body just goes flying end over an end and goes straight down into a sewer. Watch. It was Send on like uh, Mr. Bean or something like that, like some sort of thing. Like he, I don't know, but it was just that's what they kept saying. Like terrible scenes on Twitter. This was terrible scenes from the Queen's funeral today. <laughs> so that clearly has been in wait for you know probably fifteen years on some random TV show that they were waiting to get out there. But uh, yeah, I saw a parody of the Queen's uh, jackass son with his suit not buttoned properly. Yeah, that was pretty. But then I found out that was actually. Not a parody. That really happened. Oh, boy. He That's not up. good. He showed up with the buttons on his jacket. Listen, buttoning, buttons. buttoning jackets is a challenge. It can be difficult. I am not here to insult the monarchy. I <laughs> like the monarchy quite a bit. I'm very... Uh, okay, anyway, moving on to sports. We're doing sports? We're doing sports. Uh, got a couple of good ones for you, Nick. I'm going to start you this uh, one, and I hope you get it. Fifteen years ago today... What college football coach turned 40 years old? Uh, one more time. 15 years ago today. Okay. What college football coach turned 40 years old? 15 years ago today. Oh. Gosh, what is his name? I, I, I mean, I know the clip. I've heard it a million times. <laughs> Uh, was he, uh, is you're he, gonna hear it is a million and one. States? Yes. Oh, what is his name? Uh, you know what? I'm so not even close to getting his name. Try me with the initials, and maybe I MG. Is it Matt? Mike? Yeah, I, I just I don't know. Mike that. Gundy. Mike Gundy. There you go. Happy birthday, Mike Gundy. You are I'm 55. If you you want. are a man. <laughs> 40. Because you're calling a kid fat. Pick on me! I'm forty. I'm I'm a a man. man. I'm forty. The greatest sacrifice ever. I will say it is still used today. People, hundred percent. Forty. He's He's a a man. man. It it became part of the lexicon lexicon of sports history. Yeah, partially by Jim Rome. I get ticked. I get. We used to listen to Rome all the time, and that was fat. (laughs) Well, now it's great because Rome just uses that. Clip, yeah. but he's not talking about it, and it was just be talking about like Leonard Fournette, yeah, and it was fat. just your fat, yeah, yeah. It's it's that's <laughs> it's like, part of where's going. I'm forty. I'm a man. So Mike Gundy is fifty five. He is a man. Happy birthday, Mike. Thanks classic, for the classic one of the thanks, if not the all time classic coach up right. there, up there. All right, what you got? Sports. Uh, let's see. I got a couple here. These are going to require some work, but okay. Uh, we'll start. I, I got multiple bonus questions, so let's just get to them. Uh, NFL's leading rushers all time, two for 10, all three for 20. The NFL's leading rushers all time, two for 10, all three for 20. One, two, and three? Yep. Emmett Smith is one. That's one. Um, I was just looking at this not too long ago. Yeah, one. Two to go. One gets you to 10 points. You get them both. You'll be swimming with Frank one. Gore's three. Yeah, he's the tough one. That's yeah, Frank, the tricky Frank part Gore's of this. Three. Honestly, the top three is the who's who of all-time running backs. It's just Frank Gore slipped in there. So now it's – because Barry Sanders is number four now. Right. And uh, Who should – 
Larry Sanders should have been number one. He just was he Dickerson. Too? No, nah. Nearly, uh... Whose record did Emmett Smith break? Right, Peyton's. Yeah, yeah Walter, Walter Payton. Payton. So sweetness. So he's yeah. still two. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Frank Gore got in there at three. Yeah. So Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, Frank Gore, and uh, well, Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders four. So I think I think people will get Emmett Smith, Walter Payton. I don't think anybody thinks of Frank Gore as being a top three yeah, all time. Curtis Martin's right after that, I think. Yeah, I think he's I think he's five. five. Yeah. yeah. He he didn't get the he didn't get the Barry Sanders, but see, but Curtis Martin, you can make an argument as a Hall of Famer. Is Frank Gore even a Hall of Famer? Yeah. You can't put that guy in the just because he, he played be. when he was thirty eight. He will be. Because of his Because comp- he's third all time in rushing. See, I, I feel like these numbers compilers, you could keep him out. I think he's gonna get the Hall of Fame. Rafael Palmaro is not in the Hall of Fame. <clears throat> Shouldn't be. All righty, Nick, with a Twitter handle, at Blue, B-L-U-E. That's a good one, right? You're my boy, Blue. At Blue. At Blue. What NFL team's mascot is named Blue? Hmm. NFL team? NFL team. Their mascot is named Blue. You're my boy, Blue. Jeez, you know, I don't really think of NFL mascots at all. Just doesn't Neither seem, do I, but, and I especially seem, didn't realize one of them got, like, Twitter handle at Blue, which is, you know, you'd figure at least the Blue Man group would have been fighting for that one. But uh, Well, they probably paid for it. I think the NFL team could probably afford to. Whatever they want. Yeah. But you got me on a mascot yes, you question got me on recently. Yeah, you so you're just so, coming right back. So you son blue. of a bitch. You're, coming, <laughs> you're getting blued. <laughs> And it's the most generic color because how many colors, how many teams have blue in their color? It's like all of them. I just can't, I I just can't even. And you don't even know what blue is. I I have a guess because this team is just, if I know nothing about their mascot, I would be, you know, I I don't know. I just don't have anything to go in. Is there anything else blue that I can think of? I mean, I just, my least favorite color is that powder blue. Carolina blue that the Chargers wear. So I'm just going to say the Los Angeles Chargers. No. Okay. Blue is a horse. Okay. Blue is a horse. I'm going to say the Denver Broncos. No. Okay. Uh, Blue is a horse that surprisingly looks like a quarterback that once played for the franchise. The Colts. (laughs) (laughs) He's, Blue looks exactly like the bust in the Hall of Fame <laughs> for this particular quarterback. It's a great mascot. He His whole Twitter account is pieing people in the face. That's what he's famous for. He takes pies and smacks people in the face At with the them. game? Everywhere. At the game. At You're the telling game, me I, gotta, I go to a game. You could get smacked get in, smack the, face in the face with a by pie? pie by Blue. See, it's I don't cream. go for that kind of stuff. He, he does it to the opposing mascot. He does it to players. He does it to coaches, to media people. Blued in the face. Yeah, I do. I do not go for that. If I was at a game and somebody pied me in the face, I would not be. <laughs> I assume they got to get voluntarily pied. I'd have to guess because you'd have a lawsuit. Did you ever see the story of the guy who hit the another guy at the Red Sox game in the face with a pizza? No. Did you ever see this? I did not. It is one of the all-time greatest. Like. Sort of things going on on the side of a game. So he smacks him in the face with the pizza. Well, the announcers go down, and there's a there's a guy. I might not have the story exactly right, but it's at Fenway, and I think this is about ten years ago. And a guy is down there. He's like drinking a beer, <laughs> and uh, there's like another fan, maybe a row over, 
you know, maybe call it 10 seats or 7 seats, a good distance away. And it looked like a situation where both people had been out before the game started, and then now, you know, so now they're drunk and they're kind of fighting with, you know, yelling back and forth. So the guy, uh, you could buy a whole pizza at Fenway and bring it down to your seat. So mm-hmm. the guy buys a pizza, and he's, it, it, the guy's well, maybe making fun of him because he's fat and he's eating a pizza, so, something like that. So a fly ball comes, and the guy <laughs> the guy goes for the fly ball, and it knocks into his beard. He spills the beer. And you see, as they're showing the foul ball, a, pe- a slice of pizza comes in. From like seven seats away and hits this dude right in the face. <laughs> and the announcers are calling it like, like as they're saying, like, like, the so then they go to break and then they come back and they show the replay of this guy <laughs> just clocked in yeah, the face of the it was pizza. Like, it was like the greatest throw in the history of Fenway Park is this guy it's throwing a pizza. Pizza across yeah. the guy's it's, face. It's on YouTube. You oh, can look it's it up. Fantastic. It's absolutely classic. Oh, I got to look at that. All right. Hit me with your last sports question, then we'll do geography history. All right, so we've talked about this in the past, how the days of the 300-game winning pitcher are over. Right. You ready for this? Yep. I can make a case the the days of the 200-game winner are are coming to a close here. Yeah. So two for 10, all three for 20, just like we, we did. Can you name the three active pitchers with 200 wins? No. Oh yes! All right. So Verlander, number one with two forty three. Right. He's not he's, getting. He's to not 300. getting to three hundred. No. no way. He's, he is still pretty good though. He's thirty nine years old, dude. Right. You're talking. No, I think he might have a year or two left yeah. in him, and maybe he gets another ten wins. Maybe he gets to two fifty. Right. I'm saying he needs four more seasons of fifteen wins. I mean, it's not happening. No. Okay. Most There's two other not. guys that are active with two hundred wins. Scherzer. Scherzer just did it this week. He became the third. Active guy. Yeah, so, so Scherzer's at 200, yep. and he's 37 years old. Right. So forget him for 300. Right. And he uh, is that the game that he had perfect through against yeah. the Brewers through six, and they pulled him? Yeah. Hey, I was listening to that. Eager's like, well, Scherzer's gone. <laughs> like that helps. Eucher's <laughs> <laughs> the best when he comes back because there's just no, you know what I mean? Just right into the thing. Well, that sucked, but Scherzer's gone. <laughs> Look at the games on that one. Yeah. Oh, the greatest guy ever. I love him so much. Um, God, who's my third guess? I don't got a good one for third, sorry. No guess? Nah, I don't have it. Zach Grinke, 38 wow. years old with 223 Amazing. wins. Former Brewer, too. I even got a jersey of his, but I would I wouldn't have, I would have been guessing for forever. All right, so I got a little list together of the guys here. So my argument for nobody getting to 200 after one more guy. Now, here, here's the guy we talked about last week, Wainwright. Right. He's at 195. Yeah, he's got a shot. He's 40. Right. Yeah, Does yeah. he play next year? Yeah, probably. So Wainwright gets there? Yeah, probably. All right, this one other guy is going to get there. That's a uh, Mets guy, right? No. Oh, you, were you thinking about the ground? Yeah, I was thinking the ground. You ready for this? Where's he at, like 97? 82 wins. Jesus. And he's 34 years old. Oh, forget it. He ain't going to get the... 82 wins. Yeah, he's 34. Yeah, he's one of the greatest pitchers I've ever seen, and he's he's wasted. He's no, the guy who's going to get there, and, and this is my argument, if it's not Wainwright, it's this guy will be the last 200-game winner. Who? Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw. He's at 194, and he's 34. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just has to get healthy. After that, 
it's forget, not, forget, forget it. it. Listen to these names. David Price. He's got 157, and he's 36. Not happening. No, no chance. Johnny Cueto. He's got 142, and he's 36. No chance. Not getting there. Uh, one more trivia question I can give you out of this info here. Who's got the most wins of anybody in their 20s? Hmm. He's 29 years old. I'll give you that clue. And this is my this is my argument that nobody's coming from the from the ranks. No, it's all it could it it would have to be somebody that starts very young and starts dominating very young. Right. And and what I'm telling you is at 29 years old, he's got 76 wins. Jesus. That's the most of anybody in their 20s. I don't have a good guess who. Aaron Nola. Oh, no shot. He's 29. He's got 76 not, wins. It. It's never going to happen. In today's baseball, it's just never going to happen. So forget about the 300-game winner, Yeah, folks. the 200-game winner is the new metric. A- appreciate it now. Yeah. When, right. uh, when, uh, Boy, did we live through the golden days, man, of, of, of some pitchers. Mr. Grom have 80. He's got two Cy Youngs I and saw, a Rookie of the Year. He won I saw Greg games. Maddox and Tom Glavin pitching a World Series. Yeah. You know, I was, uh, man, dude, I saw Jack Morris pitch. Yeah. Well, Pitched the greatest game ever pitched. No, no, live. Like I, I oh, saw oh, Jack yeah, Morris yeah. pitch live. I okay. saw, I saw some great pitchers, man. Mm. So Gooden. Yeah, me too. Yeah, sure. I was at that Dodgers Mets playoff game in '88 that oh, the geez. Dodgers beat the Mets in. Oof. Yeah. Wow. That was heartbreaking. Where Strawberry was back, but with the Dodgers. Oh. Yep. Um. All right. You ready to move into geography history? I am. Okay. You give me the first one, because I only got one for you, but it's a good one. Okay, prior to Queen Elizabeth, mm. who was the last person given a, given a state funeral at Westminster Abbey? Did Princess Di get one? Nope. It's a good guess. Winston Churchill. Yes. 1965 was the last time yep. there was a state funeral at Westminster Abbey. There you go. All right. That so. is- <laughs> you can make that multiple choice. Yeah. Throw one more person yeah, in there. Yeah, I mean... I, I, John the- Lennon... The Queen Elizabeth one was really... I mean, the um, Princess Di one was a great guess. Cause, yeah, Princess Di. But she wasn't married. Remember, she she wasn't married, right? No, she was already separated. Right. But she wasn't legally divorced either. They okay. Had, they hadn't... They hadn't... All right. They don't do that. <laughs> you're you're kind of... It's like blood tie. So I, I don't remember yeah, what it was. They were separated, but I don't I think... they th- could divorce, but then you have to give up... Oh, yeah, right, because didn't the one... Queen Elizabeth's dad... Became king because of his brother abdicated. Abdicated, yeah, so he could speech. be with that, uh, that American, American industrialite. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, there's it's very interesting stuff. Um, all right, Nick. Uh, when they turn eighteen, every citizen of what tiny country gets invited to their prince's home, Schloss Vaduz, at least once in their life. So, if you live in this country, you get to meet Schloss Vaduz. Schloss Vaduz. That's Schloss the name of the prince? Vaduz. Prince Schloss Vaduz. Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein! <laughs> Only Boom. Nick Vallada can get that. Boom. That's why he's the best, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> prince, <laughs> prince Schloss Vaduz of Liechtenstein. If you ever wanted to know who's in charge of Schloss the show, Vaduz. it's Schloss Vaduz, baby. Look him up. You oh, get yes. invited. Every citizen gets to go hang with Schloss once. Everybody gets one, like Spider-Man. Hell yes. That's a good one. All right, you got another one for geography history? Do I do. Let's do some geography here. It's a tough one. Um, but as you know, the bigger states are west of the Mississippi when it comes to land area. 
what is the smallest state that is west of the Mississippi River? And we're talking continental U.S., so let's leave Hawaii out of this conversation. What is the smallest state in land area west of the Mississippi River? It's a great question. So the smallest of the biggest states. Well, once you get out west, right, they get bigger. So what is the smallest land area state? Iowa? That's a great guess. I was actually thinking Iowa makes a lot of sense. It's actually Arkansas. Ah, uh, yeah. I right could right on the river. But I didn't know that that was west of the Mississippi. It's on the other side. Uh, yeah. Now I That's, now I can now It goes I can, from Tennessee, Memphis, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Memphis, River, yep. Arkansas on the other yep, side. Yep, you're right. Because uh, Texas, uh, or, or yeah, that Memphis-Arkansas uh, border. Yep, you're right. Yeah, good. That's a good one. I bet Iowa's second. I bet you you're right. Because <laughs> it is not a big state. Uh, a lot of corn, though. A lot of corn. I got a lot of corn over there. Um, all right. I got two pretty good ones in uh, entertainment, Nick. And uh, I'll start you off with this one. Okay. Um, in 2010, it's finally it, it finally became illegal to manipulate the commodities market through something called the Eddie Murphy Rule. Based on what movie? Trading Places. Yes. Did you know that in 1983 when that came out, what they did in that movie was legal all the way up until 2010 when they finally made what they did illegal and called it the Eddie Murphy Law? You know, I I didn't know they called it the Eddie Murphy Law, but I did know about that only because I know a guy who used to trade. In the commodities market. So here's what it, so here's he, what it says he specifically. Pretty much was like, I can no longer do what I used to do. Because people say to him, oh, how's the market doing? And he's like, I don't care. The market doesn't matter to me. No. I make money if it Thank goes you. up, and I make money if it goes yeah. down. So this is what it says. In 1983, it was way. legal to use misappropriated government information to trade in commodities markets. That was finally, because remember what they did was they stole the info on the orange juice markets. Yes. That's and how and then they it. cornered it because they had the info. They got everybody to start pouring their money in one direction, and then they bought it all up when the actual yeah, they info falsified came out. the information. Correct. Right. They, they sent it out to the Dukes. The Dukes had this back channel to get everybody they and told them to do this. On orange juice. Right, right, right. Bought and as then, much as they could, yep. and then when the real report came out, they were in they position to ass. corner. So that was legal <laughs> all the way until 2010. So it's amazing. It's amazing that like not only that it took that long, but that, you know, somebody was like, hey, they're probably watching that movie. They're like, hey, can you actually do that? And you're like, oh, yeah, you could actually do that. You know, you could still do that. I'm like, <laughs> shouldn't, Brian, shouldn't we make that not legal? Uh, I did look it up for you. Iowa is number two. So you uh, were right. All on right. It. So I feel not vindicated, but better about my guess. There you go. All right. Uh, what about God? Um well, what movie star was on the MTV game show Remote Control? Uh, that's a false question because there were multiple movie stars on the MTV game show Remote Control, Nick. How dare you disparage Colin Quinn, movie star? He has gotcha. been in multiple movies, gotcha. Colin Quinn. He's one of my favorite guys of all time. But Adam Sandler, of course, is who you were referring that to. That is who I was referring to. Who got to. his start on it. And Ken Ober was the host of Remote is Control. Is Colin Quinn a movie star? Yes. In fact, if you've been in a movie, that doesn't make you a movie star. How many? Okay, so and I trust me, I like Colin Quinn. He was the a sa- lot more than I like Adam Sandler. He so was I, the, I, I'm not 
going okay. against that. But he I, was is, on Saturday Night Live as the news anchor, well, right? So he's famous. Uh, I understand that. But he's been in. I can't uh, name a single movie that that guy started. Recurring role in Grown Ups, the Adam Sandler movie oh that you just gosh. talked about. So for movies. Movie star is Tom Cruise. The star of the movie Trainwreck with Amy uh, Schumer played he her dad. He was not the star. He played her dad. He was in it. He was not a star. He was. Let's, he's let's, the fifth. Uh, he's got to be the fifth person on the IMDb, if not lower. Okay, let's get his. Because uh, wasn't Bill Hader in that? In the Night at the Roxbury, Grown Ups, Cop Show. He's you know he's done a fair amount of movies. Filmography as a actor: forty two movies. I'm not saying the man did not appear in films. <laughs> a pagoda has been in <laughs> films. Right. Nobody this, ever. The word conf- star might be a little bit tough. him okay. with being a movie star. I just wanted to get a Colin Quinn shout there out there because Colin and, Quinn and, got Adam Sandler that job, by the way. Hey, listen, trust me. I'm much more of a Colin Quinn fan than I, I love am. Colin Quinn. But, but yes, I. Fed. Adam Sandler or, or, or Remote Control was my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, that, that brought together trivia, music. Yes. Comedy. It was. Yep. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So I was going to get that all day long, and I'm glad you asked it. And Nick. now, did he pave the way for Ben Stein's money? Definitely, definitely. the The whole genre of entertaining game shows and not generic, having boring. like that sidekick, yeah. with the comic relief. Oh, I love it. I love it. And and Sandler, that was such a bizarre show. Like you go back and watch episodes of that show. That was a bizarre show. It was like Double Dare meets Jeopardy. You yeah. know, meets uh, Comedy Cellar. It was as if they produced it for like forty grand. They were like, "Let's make a show." Here's forty. It looks like it's made in your basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the set look like? It looks like my basement. Isn't there like some kid that's been on the Cosby Show a couple of times? We can get him on here. Like, what yeah, let's, they, let's get him. I would love to know what they paid Sandler to do. That Not back, enough, because he day. basically played a retard on that show. That's <laughs> like like, 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 yeah. a, like a simpleton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He played like that version of himself. Yep. Um, okay. So. What she was funny doing, actually, that was the best Sandler was when he was like that Billy Madison. That's kind of what made him, yeah, the Happy Gilmore, the Water Boy. That was kind of where he was. Water Boy. That's kind of where he was at his best. Still a great, great movie. Um, all right, Nick. Michael Jackson had a patent on the shoes he used for what music video, allowing him to lean at a forty-five degree angle. Did you know that? No, I didn't. All right. I did not. I didn't know any of this. So wait, Michael Jackson had a patent on the shoes he wore in what video, allowing him to lean at a forty-five degree angle. Very famous scene. Well, I mean, not the most common of, music video. Not the right, most. Right, so it's not Thriller. No, right, because that's the the nope. first one. And I'm trying to picture: was he moving in Thriller in a, in a way? You know, like and, and I, I I did not. Uh, all right. So, oh, man, let me think about this here for a second. Uh, so the video for Bad, that was a, a big video. Was he leaned at a 40 foot? Yeah, I've probably seen all these videos. Like This one's my favorite. It's actually my favorite Michael Jackson song. You know, I don't know your favorite Michael Jackson song. Nope, never discussed it for sure. So yeah, it's not like it's, it's not. It's not. Uh, I, I I'm going to go with 
and I I can't even picture the 45 degree. I don't think it's bad because I just mentioned bad, and you kind of talked over that, so I'm thinking it's not that. So I'm going to go with Billie Jean. Ah, oh, good guess. So I'll give you a clue. It was made into a, uh, a top 20 hit remake of this song. And I can tell you the band that did the remake, which will probably give it away. Um. <sighs> Is it Alien Ant Farm? Alien Ant Farm is the band that remade the song. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, what is the title of that song? Um, I love that you got the band and not the song. That's fantastic. No, I could get. I could get the song. I could get there. Um, it's not Pyt, right? Nope. Save me. Save me pretty the effort. Young, pretty young thing. I love pretty young thing. Uh, is there a girl's name in the title? Mm-mm. Oh, shoot. You've been hit by. You've been struck Smooth by. Criminal. Smooth Criminal. Smooth Criminal. I would have gotten there. It might have taken longer than we wanted to, but I, I would have been able to sing through that at, at some point. Not bad, though, right? Yeah, if you remember the scene where the all the thing like opens up and blows at him and he's like leaning directly into it. Gosh, that's, yeah. It's yeah. a good one, man. I just... it's. A little. I've kind of ever since I watched that documentary on Michael Jackson, I've kind of blocked out all of my feelings for him in the '80s. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, you got anything to end it on, or do you? I are we do. Good? All right, go for I it. I do. All right. Um, so I don't have this question exactly crafted yet, but it's going to be somewhere something like this. Uh, what 1962 James Ray song? was remade by a former Beatle in the 80s into a... Hit? Hit. Okay. What 1962 song by James Ray was remade in the 1980s by a I've got my mind set on you. You got it. George Harrison? George Harrison. Did you know that was a cover? No. Me either. No, absolutely not. But I had no idea. I did know that when you talk about 80s hits. It's the only guy. That's the only guy that had one because the 70s were where Paul got them all and Ringo had his handful of them. Yep. And I, I remember, do you remember Weird Al's version of that? Because I just talked about this the other day at, the, at, uh, no, I didn't. I at Vagabond. Yeah, Weird Al remade it. And his version is, this song is just six words long. I've got my mindset right. <laughs> this song is just six, six words long. long. This song is just six <laughs> words long. But I'm going to make money. <laughs> I'm going to make a whole lot of money. <laughs> oh, he's so smart. Yeah, I was watching a movie last night, and the song came on. And I'm like, I know this song. I know this song. Yeah. I'm like, this is not George the George Harrison. I'm like, this sounds like it's from the 60s. So I looked it up, oh, but I'm like, it's a 1962 song. I had no idea. I, th- I was like, wow, Harrison wrote a great tune in the yeah, 80s like, and made it a hit. Yeah, I just stole it. it. Everybody steals everything. Nothing's original. All right, well, that'll do it for episode 273 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. For Nick, my name is Drew. We'll see you next week, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.